EO Fire 1120. If you know what your purpose is and you stay focused on that, eventually you're going to succeed. You'll be profitable and you can sustain this endeavor and it can change your life. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb, and to get on it, all you need to do is text EO Fire to 33444. That's EO Fire, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and get insights from my head to your inbox weekly. Ignite. Hey, Fire Nation, check out 99designs for logos, websites, and other designs for your business needs to succeed. For a free $99 upgrade, visit 99designs.com slash fire. Spread the word about your new business with Vistaprint. Right now at vistaprint.com, you can get 500 business cards for just $9.99 with promo code fire. That's vistaprint.com promo code fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mark Chasman. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? JLD, I am ready to ignite. Let's do it. (laughs) Mark is co-founder of the Social Leadership Academy, a global talent and business incubator helping leaders who desire crossover from employee or solopreneur to a high-performing team builder and sustainable entrepreneur. Mark, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Well, I'd be happy to do that. First and foremost, I'm a, a husband of 25 years to an amazing wife, Joanne. I'm a father of three phenomenal children, 23, 18, 13, all finding their way in the world. I'm truly passionate about mentoring aspiring entrepreneurs because uh, I believe that life here on earth is for the purpose of growing our character and that there is no better way to grow your character than to decide to become an entrepreneur. And uh, basically, I define success as each and every day growing, growing in character, growing in know-how, growing in spirit, and helping others do exactly the same. So uh, through this whole process, this whole mission that I have with my team to help these aspiring entrepreneurs succeed in their lives, um, this is what I'm about. If you had to guess, Mark, just a gut shot, by the time each one of your kids turns 30, how many of them will be considered an entrepreneur? Zero, one, two, or three? Actually, I would say three because um, wow. I've really hammered home the benefits of <laughs> living life this way. And I have two people who have gone out into the world and tried to earn as an employee. Yeah. And uh, I've seen the frustration and struggle they've had so far. <laughs> so they're coming back to dad saying, OK, help me understand how to do this entrepreneur thing. <laughs> well, Mark, you've been able to be an example of the kind of lifestyle that can be led as an entrepreneur. But as Fire Nation knows, as you know, as I know, it's not super easy. That's why I really like to focus first and foremost on revenue, because if we want to have a sustainable business, if we want to grow our business, if we want to sustain a lifestyle, we need to make money. So, Mark, how do you generate revenue today? Well, what a great question. And I love the today part because there's always what we're trying to do and what we're doing. Right. Today. So today we generate our revenues by coaching aspiring entrepreneurs on how to grow through their struggles. And we find them uh, using social media, put them through a process that we call a fellowship process. And that's how we identify the serious people who are willing to, in essence, pay for that type of coaching. But because we now know JLD and, and uh, <laughs> what you're about, um, we are literally in the process of building a media platform called yes. Profit Path. 
way. Um, and we're building, you know, building out a podcast. We just a month ago became number one and new and noteworthy on iTunes following your strategy. And, and maybe some people think we talked about this beforehand, but we didn't nope. uh, using email, website, social media to engage more potential customers around the world. And, you know, we're going through the growing pains that come with right adapting different ways of trying to engage our customers. No, Mark, it's been great to see you expand, you know, the diversity of your revenue streams, of your media platform, you know, the success you've had in podcasting and in iTunes specifically, following the perfect launch plan via free podcast course and Podcasters Paradise. So congratulations on that, man. We are proud of you. And guess what? You weren't always just this rock star rocking number one, you know, in, in iTunes. You weren't always, you know, generating massive revenue from your clients. You've, you've had some ups and some downs. And that's what I want to talk about next is the down, specifically your worst entrepreneurial moment. Now, Mark, tell us that story. Take us to that moment in time. Share that with us. Well, let me take you to that moment in time. So I spent 20 years in, in kind of corporate business life and uh, was always struggling with this internal desire to be free. Yeah. And uh, so finally broke through on that. I was with Facebook early on as their 43rd employee. I learned a great deal from that experience. And I went out to attempt to build my first entrepreneurial business. And I went out to do that with four other guys. And I kind of took from the playbook kind of number one, you need to be aligned around a purpose that's greater than yourself. And I thought we had spent a lot of time and effort and energy kind of getting there. And kind of the first time there was some adversity in one of these individuals' lives um, and their financial needs kind of became the priority, uh, they revealed their true, t- true character. And I loaned the business, I loaned this, this actual gentleman, this money um, that was supposed to be used to enhance the business. And he used it for personal purposes and, and then never paid you know, the money back, didn't really acknowledge that there was you know, a debt to be paid back to me. And uh, I learned you know, a great deal about what it takes to kind of evaluate evaluate and judge people's characters before you get married into a business endeavor with those people. It was a tough lesson, but one I had to learn. Now, there's a lot of lessons from this. And I mean, I do kind of look back on my journey and I'm thankful in a lot of ways because I went at this alone. You know, I wasn't relying on anybody else, on another partner as I grew my business. And there's pros and cons to that because there's a lot of cons. There's a lot of things that I didn't know that a partner could have come in and helped grow the business faster, X, Y, Z. But again, then there's cons when you're hearing about, well, you know, sometimes you don't align or sometimes you grow differently and in different directions. And, and there's a lot of things that go into that. So there's no right or wrong way to start a business, you know, whether it's by yourself or whether it's with a partner or with a small team. But one thing that I do want to just make very clear, Fire Nation, is that over 1,100 episodes, it's been so obvious that you have to sit down with that partner, with that team from day one, and make sure your goals are 100% aligned. Now, that might shift going down because you can't change the future but or predict it specifically, but you need to make sure from day one to give yourself the best opportunity you're as aligned as possible and constant check-ins, constant communication to make sure you're on that same path. Now, Mark, that's my big takeaway from what happened to you and the struggles you went through, you know, leaving Facebook. I mean, ah, you know, to do that, you know, that must have been really tough to look back upon, but you've learned a lot. So what is the one thing that you learned that you really want to make sure Fire Nation just gets from that story? It's a perfect carryover into the takeaway that I have from my Facebook experience and, and also this kind of this, you know, horrible uh, kind of first effort at trying to build my own enterprise. And, and really that's about true entrepreneurs. Um, they exhibit a bias for, you know, making decisions and then experiencing 
failure differently than maybe most people think about failure. What I believe is that failure is a requirement and that in order to move forward, you've got to, you know, take that experience and learn from it and grow from it. And, you know, it's kind of fast fail, right? We've heard this a million times from entrepreneurs, this whole failing fast. And, and when working at Facebook, I think Mark Zuckerberg, he was 22 and a half years old when I joined him. He had just dropped out of Harvard and moved out to Palo Alto and raised $30 million to build this amazing business that we know of today. But in that, that time, in that place, um, you know, he was making a lot of mistakes and it was very apparent to us who are his, you know, kind of supporters and team members that he was making them, but he was making them by design. He had a real commitment to kind of, okay, do something, experience it, iterate from it, do something, experience, and then iterate from it so that you could ultimately get to a place where you're serving your customers to the best of your ability. And so all of that was kind of an integrated way of saying that, you know, if you can look at failure with that lens, that it's not about, you know, the emotion that comes with it, but it's about what you learn from it and take it and move forward, you will be eventually be a successful entrepreneur. Now, we can look in hindsight back at Mark Zuckerberg and the success of Facebook and say, yeah, that was failure by design because obviously it worked out. But let's be honest, at the time, were you just like, dude, what is this kid doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was crazy in the beginning, or I thought I was crazy in the beginning, joining this organization for that exact reason. You know, I was 43 years old, so I was actually the oldest employee hired by Facebook at the time. Oh, wow. And my boss was, like I said, a Harvard dropout. <laughs> um, and yes, you know, inside of me, I was questioning probably every move that he made. Um, <laughs> one of the first moves that he made early on when I was there is Facebook at the time was was really just open to people who were in college. Yeah. You had to add a .edu email address from a university that you were currently attending in order to get on, become a member of Facebook. So I was actually in the military at that time, and I joined Kansas State grad school to get an EDU so I could join Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that was a smart entrepreneurial uh, decision that you made. <laughs> but his first decision kind of that straight away from that was, I want to open up Facebook to high school students. Well, not only did his right staff think he was crazy and, and, and nuts, um, but obviously there was backlash that, that came from his current community of college students because, you know, those who have graduated from high school don't want to be involved in their, you know, little brother's lives and they don't want their little brothers and sisters involved in their lives. So this was a huge, huge kind of blow up within the organization. The press grabbed it and lots of craziness happened. But, but Mark stayed true to his mission. And at the time, the definition of the mission was we're about helping enable people so that they could share the things they care about with the people they care about. And this is not a college student's platform. This ultimately is going to be a platform for everybody. As to when we decide to open it up and whether we think this is the right time or the wrong time to do that, um, we'll learn from this experience. What a cool insight. That was, that was cool. Thanks for sharing. And Mark, I want to do a shift into another story. You've had a ton of aha moments, you know, I'm sure at Facebook and beyond. But what's one aha moment that you've had that you just know, Fire Nation, our listeners, entrepreneurs are really going to get a lot out of? And again, just like you told that story, the worst moment, what is that aha moment? Tell us that story. Take us to that moment in time. Having clarity around what your mission or your purpose is. And, and these things sound very trite, but, but it's really about overall, when all is said and done, and let's say, you know, you get taken out and, and the business has to carry on. Why were you here and what were you here to create? And, and I use that example, like I said, 
with Mark's mission of helping people share the things they care about with the people they care about, you know, I think people can kind of relate that back to what is Facebook today. It's this, you know, billion person vehicle. It's serving billions of people all over the world who are sharing what they care about with the people they care about. And he focused like rock solid on that mission. Facebook at the time was not the first social media available for people to use. There was MySpace that was already out there. Friendster was way ahead of the game. So at glance, you think, well, this is crazy. You're coming in as the third competitor to people who already have a foundation stability in this space. But it wasn't being in the social media space. It was about serving a need based on a problem that the founder, in this case, Mark, saw and staying true to that. And today, I still believe that the company, without me being there, is still true to that mission. Okay, so that was Facebook, and that was, you know, an aha moment you've had, but I'm really looking for a story, Mark. I'm looking for a moment in your life when you had an aha moment that you acted upon, and it turned into success. I want to hear that. Absolutely. So the moment that I had for myself was really, again, kind of breaking from the traditional world of corporate America. I was at AOL at one time. And when they merged together, it was AOL and and Time Warner. It was the biggest corporate merger in U.S. history. I realized from the beginning that this was never going to work because they were completely two different cultures. And I realized that creating a culture and then hiring people to that culture is critical because if you're a young startup, energized organization – or versus a 75-year-old organization has tried and true processes and beliefs about how to do business. If you try and come together and make those things work, things are just going to blow up. So from the beginning of the entrepreneurial efforts that I try to put forth in my life, I've tried to identify people who can fit that culture, who can move quickly and learn and fail, like I said, quickly. And as a result of having those kinds of people, we've been able to just and change and shift our model to scale a lot quicker than we could have if we had people who weren't of the right mindset. So, you know, again, in this whole idea of the Social Leadership Academy that we're now in, it was all about moving with those people who knew how to move with the thinking that we had in place. And that thinking was failing quickly to ultimately succeed quickly. And that's why we are where we are today in terms of, right, now leveraging the platforms that you've presented to us very quickly, learning quickly to make that work for us. So all that being said, what is the one thing that you really want to make sure that our listeners get from that aha moment? The one thing is, again, when you're, when you're looking for people to join your organization, and as you said, John, a lot of people are solopreneurs for a reason. They're uncomfortable bringing other people in their business. And I believe that you know teams ultimately win and teams ultimately track resources and teams ultimately are the ones who have the biggest impact. So my point is that I'm a big believer that teams are the ones that, you know, that we should be thinking about trying to build. And so the aha from that is when you're picking members for your team, make sure you have defined your values and your culture clearly so that the people that you bring in fit that model. I do love that phrase that you shared about Facebook, which is, you know, the overall mission there is to allow people to share what they care about with who they care about. I mean, that just is very clear on so many levels. Now, Mark, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I love that question. Well, my biggest weakness is, again, just kind of the believing in people, maybe beyond a level that they can see for themselves. Um, I believe that if you are of sound, in essence, character, and that you believe that you can bring real value to the world, that you can learn anything. 
And I've seen it. I've seen people who, again, don't have backgrounds and degrees and certain, certain things because of their desire to learn, for example, you know, social media, social marketing, all those kinds of things because of a desire. And sometimes my weakness is that I believe in people maybe more than they can believe in themselves. And I think the word sometimes is important there because there's definitely been examples where you have believed in somebody and because of your confidence, they've gained confidence and went on to achieve more than they ever thought they could. Yeah. And sometimes with what you just said, they go on outside of your organization to do that. And, and, they, and the question is whether or not as a leader, you're comfortable with that. I believe that in any organization, if you're going to grow, you have to prune. And sometimes that pruning comes when maybe you don't anticipate it. And that means you got to let people go off and do their thing, um, become successful in whatever right venue that they think they can come become successful in. But I believe it comes full circle. I believe that if you grow people, you will grow your business and they will go out there and, and you know, have greater impact in, in the world, which I think then comes back to you. So there's the karma thing that I kind of have a belief in. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest strength, Mark? Uh, my biggest strength is just knowing how to stay focused on what matters, what I call next. Um, I'm not a big, let's boil the ocean, put a big business plan together and try and execute the business plan. I'm a big, let's take this step and then, you know, learn from it and then take the next step. So I'm about staying focused on that. And I call it staying focused on what matters next. Focus, Fire Nation. Follow one course until success. What's the one thing that has you more fired up than anything else right now, Mark? Well, the one thing I'm most fired up about is the opportunity to take what others might view, like I said, as failures. And some of our members of our team are actually doing what I just said. They're choosing maybe to leave and do their own thing and, and kind of, again, learn from it and grow from it and bring in new energy, bring in people that might now be able to take our organization to the next level. And so, because I said before, pruning is part of the process. I'm excited about this next phase that I were going through this pruning process on of maybe moving some people out to bring some new people in and, and put more energy behind our efforts. Well, Fire Nation, one thing that we're not pruning is the lightning round. So don't go anywhere because we're about to take a minute to thank our sponsors. No matter what type of business you're in, you're a salesperson, and presenting your business and brand to the best of your ability should always be top of mind. That's why I love one-stop shops like Vistaprint, where you can get tons of custom products made for your business to help you spread the word. Looking for a new set of business cards, postcards to send your clients, flyers to advertise a new product you're offering, a banner for your next conference or meetup, even t-shirts for your biggest fans? Vistaprint can help. Vistaprint even offers custom design services, so no need to worry about trying to create a perfect logo or needing help with a layout, Vistaprint can help with all your design needs and they guarantee you'll be happy. Check out everything Vistaprint has to offer at vistaprint.com. They even have a special offer for Fire Nation. Create and design your own custom business cards, then enter promo code FIRE at checkout and you'll get 500 business cards for just $9.99. That's vistaprint.com, promo code FIRE. Small business owners, like the rest of the world, can't seem to get enough of social media. Facebook says there are now over 40 million active small business pages. That's a lot of noise. For your business to stand out, you need the kind of design that makes people stop and stare. Cover images, banners, and profile designs are now only $49 at 99designs and can help you reach thousands of customers. Your cover photo is the best place to ignite your Facebook page, to give it the wow factor it needs. Designers at 99designs can help 
help you showcase your brand's front and center. For a professional Facebook cover design or any graphic design to help your business stand out in today's social world, try 99designs. You'll have dozens of designers competing to deliver the best design. When we ran our logo contest, we had over 100 designs to choose from. Fire Nation can get a $99 upgrade of services free by visiting 99designs.com slash fire. Mark, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's light it up. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, with, you know, kind of the life that I led and climbing the corporate ladder, I got to a place where, I, you know, maybe someone considered the top of the ladder where I was comfortable with the trappings of being a high level corporate executive. And this was at my AOL days. I was a vice president of advertising sales here in Chicago. I had a corner office looking over Lake Michigan. I had a company car. You know, I had stock options that were, you know, sitting there for me to potentially vest, although none of them were worth anything. And in my six and a half year run at, at AOL, but uh, I think you just become comfortable with what you know, and, uh, and that was keeping me from leaping out and taking the risk. What is the best advice you've ever received? Well, the best advice I ever received was back in my days at San Diego State University when Aztecs, yes, <laughs> called Delta Sigma Pi, and their motto or our motto was "He profits most who serves best," and it's very simple. But it, it, it I find it playing over and over and over again in my head today, as I outlined there before. There were other players in the social media space, and then come along Facebook. They're still around. The other two are I don't even know if they're still around, but they're profiting because they're serving best. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I do what's called my daily hour of power, which is every single morning I wake up at 6.15 and by 6.30 I, I'm in it. Um, it includes solitude, prayer, mental preparation. So the mental prep is I'm either reading or podcasting a topic on a topic that, that seems to be kind of you know, nagging at me. Um, and then I break a sweat. I exercise. That's my daily hour of power. What's an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I have an app that's called GLS Next, and GLS Next comes from uh, what's called the Global, Leader, Global Leadership Summit. Um, it happens every year. Uh, it's really about um, helping equip and transform leaders from all over the world, and they're doing all kinds of you know different things, whether you're a for-profit or nonprofit. It doesn't really matter. Um, and now they've created an app with videos from, from amazing leaders uh, speaking on various different topics that... When I go back to what I talked about, my hour of power, and I look at that mental prep time, I spend a lot of time on my GLS Next app. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Uh, the name of the book that I would recommend is called Change Agent. And the subcontext of that or subtext of that is engaging your passion to be the one that makes a difference. And it's by Oz O.S. Hillman. And I think that, you know, engaging your passion is foundational. You know, passion is energy. It's living out kind of that model that I talked about. He profits most, he serves best. You know, people are serving. You know, people are committed to their mission when you can feel the energy that, that comes from them. And I truly believe that when you know what that passion is, that thing that fuels you, um, that's when everything starts to fall into place. So, you know, engaging your passion creates that energy. It ultimately, I believe, is a tractor. It attracts, you know, the best people. It attracts the resources that you need. Um, it's not about pursuing money. It's not about pursuing capital. It's about figuring out what that passion is, using that as fuel to attract the things that you need for your business. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. 
Mark, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge that you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Ooh, that is a doozy. Well, great question. Let's see. So first, I think, I, again, I would wake up every morning, seven days, and engage in my hour of power. That's kind of my fuel for the day. And I would hope that with my laptop, I would have connectivity so I can actually go online and connect with people. And what I'd be looking for are people that I could serve. I would be, you know, continue to try and solve the problem that I believe I was created to help people solve, and that being helping aspiring entrepreneurs grow through their struggle of becoming a sustainable entrepreneur. And I would take that $500 and kind of invest it in the process. I would evaluate where I think that that bet would be best placed in order to get back on my mission. Um, so that's what I would do. Well, Mark, we started today on fire. I want to end today on fire. So share a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. <laughs> well, a parting piece of guidance is, again, don't look at uh, what we call failure as failure. Look at it as an opportunity to iterate and move forward and, uh, you know, stay focused on if you know what your purpose is and you stay focused on that. Eventually, you're going to succeed. You'll be profitable and you can sustain this endeavor and it can change your life. And we benefit from hearing JLD's stories about how he gets to do what he does in a way that he can leave his desk in San Diego and go out <laughs> into the world and, and serve and continue to grow this business. And that's the passion and belief that I have for everybody who's, who's listening to this today. Uh, best way to get in touch with me is at Mark, M-A-R-K, at socialleadershipacademy.com. No, that's a mouthful. So we've turned our, our kind of website or online brand to Profit Pathway. So if you want to go to our website, it's www.profit, P-R-O-F-I-T-P-W.com. And uh, there's a contact button there and you can contact me that way as well. Wow. Well, Fire Nation, you know this. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Mark and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Mark in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Recommended resource book. Of course, his email address, mark at socialleadershipacademy.com. That'll be linked up on the show notes page. You can check out his site, profitpw.com. Go directly there. That'll also be linked up on the show notes page. Mark, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me, John. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Create, grow, and monetize your podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.